Warren Buffett, BlackRock, and other institutional players dominate investments in commercial aviation. Why? Because it's one of the most profitable and predictable alternative assets that exists. And it's not tied to other markets such as real estate and the stock market. Is it safe? Well, imagine triple net leases to the likes of American Airlines and British Airways. Income is contractual and guaranteed by some of the biggest named airlines in the world. That's why this kind of investment was never available to the ordinary accredited investor. That is until now. Visit accesswealthaviation.com and check it out for yourself. Invest in an institutional team with over 200 plus years of combined investment experience in the aviation sector. Conservative investing with double digit returns and tax advantages. That's accesswealthaviation.com. Accesswealthaviation.com. You are listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast with Buck Joffrey. Get ready to change your life. Welcome, everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with the Wealth Formula Podcast coming to you from Montecito, California. And today, before we begin, I do want to remind you there's a website associated with this podcast, and that website is wealthformula.com. You should go there to check it out. Lots of all sorts of different resources there available to you that are not included necessarily just from listening to the podcast, including the ability to sign up for our accredited investor list that allows you to be part of the investor club. And that is an opportunity for you to take some of this information that you're learning and potentially put it to use with some of your hard-earned money in private opportunities that are not available anywhere except for the Investor Club. Again, go to wealthformula.com and check that out. Speaking of opportunities, I should say, listen, I've been thinking about this and I have to tell you that nothing saddens me more than to see my fellow physicians and really other highly trained professionals spend their youth studying hard for the promise of a fulfilling career that will take care of them financially only to realize that they have been sold a false bill of goods. Now, I'm going to talk about physicians here because that's what I know the best, but this applies to people left and right in this world of the highly educated. You know, physicians in particular have really gotten screwed in the golden age for physician reimbursement and pay was really in the late, you know, it was it was in the 80s and the 90s, really. And these were the days where it might have been worth it to sacrifice the best decades of your life to uh, medical school and residency and all of those years. I hate to say it, but as far as that whole reimbursement, making money thing goes, that's not, not the deal anymore. Physician reimbursement on many major surgical procedures, for example, has decreased as much as 90% over the last two decades, while liability and patient expectations are up, right? Everybody's expecting more out of doctors and they're getting paid less. Now, I do understand uh, that many of my surgical friends love what they do, never get burnt out like I did, and they continue to practice, and some even manage to do better than average through ancillary income, you know, surgical centers and all that kind of stuff. But the concept of the rich surgeon, right, like from the movies, it's largely a myth now. You know, I've, I've had innumerable conversations with physicians and surgeons alike that are worried about retirement. Now, how can that be? How can that be? Right? I mean, listen, you got a person who's making three, maybe five, three up three to 500 grand a year. How could they be worried about retirement? Well, remember that most surgeons in particular do not finish their residency training until, well, their early 30s. I think I was about 32, 33, something like that. Residency income is on par uh, with minimum wage during training. So, you know, uh, when you take those hours into account, you're basically paying, getting paid minimal, minimum wage or so 
uh, for those years of heavy-duty work and enslavement in the hospitals as a resident. So as a surgeon, here you go, you're finishing your training with often hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt with maybe 20, 25 years of a career left in front of you. Hopefully you don't get hurt or something like that before then. Um, you got to make up for lost time. So listen, I use the example of surgeons, but again, I tell you that because I am one, I know these stories well, but it relates to really, this story relates to anybody who's spent a significant portion of their life, quote unquote, getting there, who realizes that the amount of time to reap the rewards of those educational investments is limited, right? I do think that it's possible. I mean, obviously I do because that's what this whole show is about. That's what Investor Club is all about. I think it's possible to get back on track, feel comfortable about the future. But you know what? And you and I know this. It ain't going to happen through traditional investing, you know, in the S&P 500. It's through the wealth formula. And I'm talking about not my show, but the wealth formula that I've talked about so often before. As we've shown through Investor Club for years now, extraordinary returns in short periods of time are possible. And we just have to utilize rapid redeployment and leverage. And, you know, this is really still the key. This is, in my opinion, and I drink the Kool-Aid too, I will tell you that much. I still deploy 85, 90% of my own investable assets in real estate every year, right? However, there is something else I want to tell you about. And I recently discovered this newly designed It's another insurance product, and I'm really eager to share this with you. And as you know, let's back up. Despite misinformation from what I think are less sophisticated sources or certainly sources that are not in the uh, know when it comes to high net worth type products, the wealthiest people in the world continue to utilize these products that are called life insurance retirement plans or LERPs. Look that up if you're curious. But it's true. I mean, I use them as well. And we've previously shown the benefits of these types of LERPs before. You've got things like wealth formula banking. You have Velocity Plus, all these types of things. But on this week's Wealth Formula podcast, I'm going to tell you about what I think might be the most powerful LERP I've ever seen. And I am completely uh, blown away by it. And I just learned about this, and it's not something that's been out there. It's you know, really a newly designed product, which I think is pretty interesting. But just to give you an example, with this product, which uh, is called the Wealth Accelerator, if you're 42, you're making, you know, you're making some decent money and you are way behind on your retirement plan, you look at your retirement funds and everybody's like, what's wrong with you? This is a program that if you're 42 years old, an investment of $100,000 per year for the next 10 years could result in almost $44 million of income until the age of 90 if you retire at 52 and allow you to leave an additional $31 million in death benefit. I'm not even kidding, okay? This is totally real and something you should know about. And to be honest, the example I give here, in my world at least, is the least exciting example you know, of them all, because I'm not in that space where I'm really looking for quote unquote retirement income. There's also these incredible abilities to leave enormous amounts of money to your heirs for a relatively moderate investment now. And again, it's really cool. It's not like something that you have to do year in, year out. It's a design I've not seen before and one that I felt was worthy of doing an entire podcast about. Now, I will point out also that if you really, uh, to get the full effect of this podcast, it's probably best to watch it. And you can certainly do that on YouTube. But this this product, the Wealth Accelerator, is also available if you go to wealthformulabanking.com. Make sure you watch it, okay? Just make sure you do. I don't, you know, you don't have to do any of this. Obviously, you don't have to do anything that I say. And, and, And that's fine. All I'm here to do is to educate you and to tell you about things that I think could really make a big difference in your life. So make sure to tune into this podcast that we will do in a moment, this podcast interview with Christian Allen and Rod Zabriskie. 
But definitely, um, if you're interested, make sure you go check out the slides at wealthformulabanking.com and click on the uh, webinar that says the Wealth Accelerator. Anyway, you're gonna be you're gonna love this, and we're gonna have it all for you uh, to hear uh, when we come back from these messages. What do the Rothschilds, the Romneys, and the billionaire hedge fund managers know that you don't about growing and protecting wealth? As you might imagine, the wealthy have a few tricks up their sleeves. One strategy allows you to grow wealth tax-free at a compounding rate with no volatility. It protects your money from creditors and lawsuits, and it lets you invest the same money in two different places at the same time. How about that for amplifying wealth? To learn more, go to WealthFormulaBanking.com. Again, that's WealthFormulaBanking.com. Self-storage is a necessary evil. It's where you keep your stuff and forget about it. No wonder this stuff is so profitable and recession-resistant. The Wealth Formula community, well, we've benefited from that. We've made lots of money in this space with Reliant Real Estate, one of the largest self-storage companies in the country. With an average investor internal rate of return of almost 34%, with hold times just over three and a half years, these guys know what the meaning of velocity of money is. If you're an accredited investor, make sure to check out what they're up to right now at ReliantFund4.com. Again, that's ReliantFund4.com. Welcome, everybody, to this special presentation and podcast of this presentation on the Wealth Accelerator Program. This is a really fascinating product that I thought it was interesting enough so that rather than just have it sitting on wealthformulabanking.com as one of these products that you can explore, I wanted to talk through it. And I asked Rod Zabriskie and Christian Allen, my colleagues in this space, to come and, and give us an idea of what this is all about. Now, what you're going to find, this is a really powerful powerful program that if you can participate in, there are lots of potential benefits, no matter what your ultimate goals are, whether that's cash flow, whether it's estate planning or whatever. And I, I venture to say that in some ways, this new product design replaces the need for some of the things that we have done in the past, like uh, premium financing or even Velocity Plus. I mean, in some cases, Velocity Plus may still be the preferred thing to do, but what you'll find is that you know, with banking and with all these different ways, this kind of combines are the best pieces of everything. And it really gives you lots of options. So again, it's called the Wealth Accelerator. And with that, I'm going to turn this over initially to my colleague, Rod Zabriskie. Rod, why don't you uh, start talking a little bit about what the big deal is? Because I have to admit, when you guys explained it to me, I had to do a double take and I was like, wait, what? Again, it was one of those moments where it just you know, it was like, well, this, this is incredible. And, and why are we not, why did I just not know about this? And you told me, well, it's because a new product design. That's why. So, but anyway, why don't you take it from here? Maybe the first thing is just point out here that the safest way to leverage your way to wealth. So Christian's going to hit on some of the key benefits and maybe some of the ways that it is different than premium finance and velocity plus some of the things people are already familiar with. And we'll, uh, we'll break it down for you. Okay, so that's perfect, Rod. Today we're going to talk, like you, like you both said, we're going to be talking about a new and powerful premium finance design. And maybe just as a quick reminder, the basic concept behind premium finance is really simple. The idea is to get the bank to pay the life insurance premiums for us. Meanwhile, the goal for us is to earn a higher return in the policy than we're paying in the bank loan. And when that happens, we create a spread that we call an arbitrage, and we'll get a little bit more into that. But I just wanted to kind of create that context so everyone remembers the idea behind it is really simple. We're building an asset. We're letting the bank build it primarily for us. Okay. And the good news is history tells us there's never been a 15 year time frame where we haven't been able to create a 2% or better delta between interest earned and interest paid. So we're excited about that. Um, we're also excited to launch the Wealth Accelerator here with this group because as Rod and I were talking, there's kind of been four primary things that have kept people from moving over the years. And we have a lot of people who have moved forward and done uh, traditional premium finance and Velocity Plus that are in really good places. But we're excited here just because there's those handful of things that have kept people from doing it. And we feel like we have a solution. Now. So I'm going to go through those really quick. So the four things that kind of kept people in our experience from moving forward, 
The first one was the lack of liquidity, just having to put money into the plan and then not being able to get anything back out of it for say 10, 15, 20 years. It was kind of in that way, a lot like a retirement plan. The nice thing is, is we don't have to worry about that issue anymore. Um, there's also historically with like Velocity Plus and Premium Finance been multiple years of funding that's been required. We've had a reliance on exclusively Index Universal Life. So for those of you that love whole life insurance, you like the guarantees and predictability associated with it, this new concept that we're going to talk about allows us to utilize both Index Universal Life and traditional whole life. And then maybe my favorite here is that there's no longer in this concept any need for outside collateral. So in other words, it's completely self-contained. So we're really excited about that because these kind of core issues have gotten in the way for people. And these are issues that kind of go away with this new concept. So let me jump in really quickly. And I'm going to talk about kind of the key benefits. And then after I do that, Rod's going to do what Rod does, and he'll kind of help us understand more of the ins and outs of the concept, and then we'll go that way. So the key benefits to, to be thinking about first is a predictable double-digit return. And we say that, we realize that like predictable and double digits don't usually go together. We really believe in the concept and the math behind it. We'll get into that. Like I said, we have history on our side telling us that we can create these predictable double-digit returns over a long period of time. As Buck described, this may be something that replaces the other concepts that we use in, in the premium finance space because our experience here is that it's creating maximum tax-free income. So the primary reason for that we're going to get into is because we're not going to stop funding it after five years or 10 years. We're going to be able to pump that thing with cash utilizing the bank's money and that allows us to maximize the tax-free income. We're going to show an example of how we put inactive money to work. So if you're someone that has money on the sideline, this ends up being a really good place for that. It's important that there is checkbook access or liquidity. So one of the primary differences is that we can get to the money for necessary expenses, emergencies, situations like that. Now, to be clear, we're not going to invest it the same way that we do like in wealth formula banking, but we do have access to it for needs that come up. It creates incredibly valuable liquidity for your state. And my favorite part is that there's optimal leverage without any outside collateral. So those are kind of our key benefits to be thinking about. And with that said, Rod, why don't you go ahead and jump into kind of the nuts and bolts of how this thing works? Yeah, absolutely. And so to do this, uh, what I want to do is create a visual and try to do this audibly as well as anyone who is viewing this in the webinar format. Um, but what we have here is we have a gentleman in white coat. We call him Dr. Z. And in this case, we're going to say Dr. Z has a lump sum of cash that he uh, otherwise is just leaving sitting in the bank or maybe a money market account. This could represent his emergency fund. It could be his business reserves, just liquidity that he needs to keep on the sideline, but he wants to have access to. So in this case, what we're going to do is take that lump sum of cash and put it into a life insurance policy. And this life insurance policy is going to be the same design, the same concept as what we talk about in our other strategies. In other words, minimum costs, maximum growth of the cash value. And in this case, as Christian alluded to a minute ago, we are using indexed universal life, but we're also using whole life. It's a combination. And so to the extent somebody wants more predictability, more guarantees, they would lean heavier over towards the whole life side. To the extent they want more upside potential, then we would lean toward the IUL side. But in combination, we can take advantage of the strengths by using both. So Dr. Z's funds go in, fund the first year of this new life insurance policy we've created. Then immediately what we're going to do is set up a line of credit with the bank. And what that does is it gives us checkbook access to the liquidity that exists now in the insurance policy. And for anyone who's seen some of the other concepts, we're generally able to get about 75 to 80% of the initial lump sum that lands in the cash value. And so we're creating that liquidity by doing that. Next, what we're going to do, when we get into year two, and the second year funding is going to go into this policy, we're actually going to use a loan from the bank, or in other words, tap into that line of credit, increase the line of credit to fund year two through a loan from the bank. And every year afterwards, the same thing. So all of the funds that go in after that first initial lump sum from Dr. Z, everything else going into this policy is happening through loans from the bank, leverage. So what this is going to allow us to do is build this asset primarily through leverage 
And because the initial money that went in was all from Dr. Z, we always have a higher cash value in the policy than what we're carrying in the loan. So this gets back to what Christian mentioned a minute ago. We don't have to come up with any any sort of outside collateral. The insurance policy by itself is enough to cover the outstanding loan and then some, right? Creating that additional liquidity and, and checkbook access. But that's a huge deal because it becomes just all a self-contained strategy where we're able to take advantage of that leverage, do it using the asset that we're building with the leverage. And because we, on average, will be creating a higher growth rate inside of the policy than the interest that we're accruing on the loan, over time, we just end up with a much larger amount at our disposal when it comes time to put together additional policies and or create future tax-free income. Uh, We just create a lot more of it because the majority of the dollars going into the plan was not what I put in. It's what we got from loans from the bank. So one of the things I'll just point out, this is one of the major differences right here, just for simplicity's sake, instead of multiple years with either Wealth Formula Banking or Velocity Plus or anything like that, this is basically a one-time pop of capital. And then that's the beauty of it, right? And then you've got the banking over from there. Uh, and then over time that gets paid off and then Rado kind of get into that a little bit more, but that's one of the major things to think about too, is now you do it or you don't do it in a year. It's not a commitment of several years. So that's one major thing to, that I like about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and so whatever the person decides is, is what they want to put in that first year, then we're going to set it up so that all of the future contributions coming in from the bank, we're just matching that same number so that we're getting as many dollars into the plan as possible, again, now leveraging those. So we talk about the income that comes out. And and again, I'll emphasize this, you can start the income as soon as you want. With some of these other premium finance plans, it was 15, sometimes 20 years later before we had access and could start turning that stream of income on. In this case, we can do it sooner, which maybe that was obvious to everybody because we have that liquidity. To the extent we have liquidity, we can create income. And so we're not having to lock up these dollars for a long period of time. To the contrary, we have access to them, can use them on a short-term basis. Like Christian said, if I want to access and use it in an emergency fund format, then relatively quickly getting to a place where I can turn that into a stream of income without any money back into it. Of course, the longer you wait, the more income you're going to have. Is that fair? Uh, that is fair. And one of the cool things that you're going to see that is different here is that when we get to a point here where we're going to show income coming out, you'll see an increasing income coming out. So with Velocity Plus especially, we always were showing it as a a level income for the rest of your life. In this case, it is uh, an increasing income, mostly because, as Christian mentioned, because that, that money just keeps going in, not just for the 10 years. We're going to continue to funnel money into this through those loans. That makes it so that we can continually increase the income coming back out, right? Inflation is a big buzzword these days and rightfully so. And so that creates a scenario where we can have increasing income as we get older. And we're going to emphasize several of these different ways to utilize it here in just a minute. We have, I think, five examples of ways to use the Wealth Accelerator. And so I think some of those things that we're pointing out will become really clear as we go through those. One last step here, and that is When Dr. Z passes away, then there's this tax-free death benefit that pays out creating an estate planning benefit that his kids can use, whether it be for liquidity or for estate taxes or whatever it might be. It passes on in a very efficient and direct way because that's just the way life insurance works, right? When that death benefit pays out. Perfect, Rod. Let's talk a little bit about the five case studies we have put together. So our case studies consist of uh, the following five. The first one is lazy money turning into retirement income. Second one is lazy money as an estate planning play. And uh, we did this one specifically because Buck was excited about seeing the ability to put in a single lump sum and and just let it do its thing. So we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, We have a traditional retirement alternative, an option where we're showing college planning. And then finally a bonus, Rod's gonna do a quick comparison between the wealth accelerator and just earning 7% in like a 401k. That way you can just kind of get a feel for the difference between them. Okay, Rod, let's just jump into them and we'll take kind of every other one and uh, knock these things out. 
Okay, so for this first one, again, we're calling it lazy money. In this case, for this example, we're taking a 45-year-old business owner who always just keeps $500,000 in their business reserves, Okay, just as a matter of being a wise operator of their business. And so in this case, we're going to shift that, what's been sitting in the bank or in a money market account, we're going to shift that into the wealth accelerator. Here in a minute, we'll look at the numbers, but what you'll see is that we're creating a long-term 14.4% IRR. And the way that that translates into benefit for this person is that it turns into a total of $25 million of tax-free income through age 90. And then assuming that she passes away at 90, then there's an additional $12.5 million of death benefit that will pay out at that point in time. Again, we'll get into more details on what creates the engine that can do this, but really it's leverage. Right, it's the same kind of thing that we talk about in all the previous premium finance conversations. The same thing you do when you're investing with real estate and whatnot. We're taking the down payment, so to speak, in this case, the five hundred thousand dollars, putting it in as that first year, and then building from there with with leverage. You simplify this and to reiterate, five hundred thousand dollars in one year, resulting in twenty five million dollars tax free income through age 90 and 12.5 million dollars death pinnabit at the age of 90. Listen to that again and that enough is just pretty darn compelling. This is why I wanted to get this out there both in podcast and, and webinar format. What I want to do next is actually just kind of show the numbers. And for you on the podcast, I'm going to describe it as we go, but I think it's important to see because that's pretty exciting numbers to put out there, right? Turning the 500,000 into 25 million of income. How do we do that? And again, I can say leverage, but let's let's look at how this works. So to begin with, let's see here, we have the 500,000 of cash going in, right? That's the out-of-pocket contribution for Dr. Z. And next, let's focus on building the cash value. So as I mentioned in, in other strategies that we use, we're able to generate about 75 to 80% of that initial contribution that land in the cash value. And that creates our liquidity in year one. Well, then in future years, as we continue to put $500,000 a year into the policy in the form of loans from the bank, then you can see here how that cash value grows. And again, this is very similar. If you've looked at an illustration with us with Wealth Formula Banking, then the cash value column is the same, whether we're talking about Wealth Formula Banking or with the Wealth Accelerator. In this case, the majority of the dollars are coming from the bank through those loans. And so let's focus on this column here, this net equity. What this represents is the amount of money we have in our cash value over and above what we're carrying in that loan balance. So obviously in year one, it's the same roughly 400,000. And then moving forward in those next few years, as we now start funding the policy through the loan, we see that that net equity go down a little bit each year. Uh, But even in this example, it only goes as low as about 60% of the original amount that we put in. And then from that point forward, now it's increasing as we go on. In other words, the growth that we're creating in the policy is outpacing Number one, any costs that are continuing the policy. And number two, the loan interest that is accruing in the plan to where we're outpacing, we're growing that. And then all of this toward what? Well, we are going to create income. And in this example, we show the income starting in year 10. We don't have to take it that early. We almost are doing this just to really emphasize this idea that we can take it soon. We don't have to wait a long period of time. So in this example, our 45-year-old starts taking some income at age 55. It starts at 23,000 in year. And in that first year, 45,000 in the second year, 65,000. So as I mentioned earlier, you can see that this income is getting bigger and bigger each year and continues to do that. So when I jump down to where she's now 75, $700,000 of income coming out, 750 the next year at age 80, close to a million at that point. And so because that continues to grow an additional 10 years worth of income on top of that, now you can see how we get to that place where from age 55 to age 90, she will have taken out a total of $25 million worth of income. Again, this is when you look at the, and I do encourage people to take a look at this webinar if you're listening to this at wealthformulabanking.com, but it's pretty compelling when you look at you know, the numbers, if you started this at 45, 20 years later, now you're already at 300 grand a year tax-free income. I mean, that's that's just impressive. And again, to think about a one-time investment like that to use in any which way you want. And it's growing every year. 
And that's also important because of inflation, right? But it's growing way faster than inflation. So absolutely, the cool thing is that at 55, maybe you need a little extra money so you can slow down a little bit. And then the next, you know, you're 16, you want to slow a little bit more. And all of a sudden you got a extra $132,000 and you want to slow down even more by the time you're 65 and you got $300,000. So it's sort of like easing into retirement with one easy payment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'll reiterate this again, because I think it's just really critical. That's tax-free income. So it's growing and it's not something you're going to have to worry about paying taxes on as you get it. And so just to kind of circle back on our case study here, uh, the 25 million of income, and then an additional 12 and a half million dollars of death benefit. And let me just iterate, that is 12 and a half million after that outstanding loan got paid off. So this 12 and a half is what actually went to the family in, in this example. So at the end of the day, we're talking 37.5 million off of an initial contribution of 500,000. So that's pretty incredible. Okay. The next one we're going to jump into is a lazy money turning into an estate planning play. And like I said, Buck, this one's for you. This is a 45 year old business owner, same situation, $500,000 in reserves. We put that $500,000 reserve money into the wealth accelerator. In this example, we're not going to touch it. We're just going to leave it. It's really an estate planning long-term play. So I'm Buck. I'm not necessarily worried right now about extra income, but I want to make sure that my family, my kids are taken care of and I'm leaving the legacy. If you just put that $500,000 in, that would turn into approximately $64.8 million of death benefit if you live to age 90. If you lived longer, it would be a little bit higher. If you lived less, it would be a little bit less. But at the end of the day, that's a ton of money to get from just a simple $500,000 contribution. And the reason I ask Christian and Rod to do this is that a number of you, including myself right now, are we're, we're not necessarily worried about ourselves. I mean, we've done a pretty good job of investing. We think we're doing, we're going to continue to do so. But then if you actually think about legacy and you don't have to worry so much about the investments that you make that are going to support you, you can look at them as a separate thing. Effectively, like in this scenario, you've got a one-time $500,000 payment. You die when you're 90, if you're 45 now, which is very, you know, probably pretty realistic for where we're headed. And we've got almost 65 million bucks going to your heirs. With that in mind, you pretty much don't really need to do anything else. I mean, depends how, how much you want those kids and grandkids to like you and put photos up of you. But this is a, a substantial amount. And uh, that's what this, this is something that for me is very attractive, I have to tell you. And for anyone who goes in with that in mind, we can actually even put it into a, like an irrevocable trust so it lands outside of your estate. So again, just really cool things that, that can be done in an estate planning scenario for this. This next example is really cool that Rod's going to get into. We're going to talk a little bit about a retirement alternative where we start stacking policies. And I'll just kind of turn that over and let you run through it, Rod. Yeah, that sounds good. And in this one, what I had in mind, so we're going to use, for example, a 42-year-old surgeon. And in my mind, I was thinking about someone who likes the idea of like a Roth IRA putting money aside that's already been taxed. It grows and ultimately all of it comes back out tax-free. Well, as many already may know, that basically describes the way that money goes in and comes back out of life insurance, right? So you put the money in, it's after tax, anything that comes back out, whether it's in the form of loans uh, for a short-term need or income in retirement, or even the death benefit, all of it comes back out tax-free. The surgeon can't participate in a Roth IRA, right? Even if they wanted to, they can't because they make too much. Well, this is a scenario where this person starts setting aside $100,000 a year. For this example, we're going to assume they put $100,000 a year aside for the next 10 years, and we're just going to build it into the wealth accelerator. So more specifically, what we're going to do is in year one, he sets aside the first $100,000. Think about the earlier slide we showed where they put that lump sum in and then financed all future funding of the policy from year two onward. So that's what we're going to do. He puts 100000 in, all future $100,000 premiums get funded through loans from the bank. Then we get to year two, he's going to put a new 100000 in, where we're going to create a second policy of $100,000 a year, financing 
from year two onward. And we keep going like that. So we're stacking these $100,000 policies one on top of the other till we get to year 10, where now there's a million dollars a year going into this plan. But once he's made that last $100,000 contribution in year 10, he's done. So now a million dollars a year is going into the plan. Again, 100,000 a year times 10, right? Now we have 10 policies stacked on top of each other. And it's going to create a really powerful future income for this surgeon to the point where it's a 14.8% long-term IRR. So a similar IRR, just with a lot more dollars attached to it. And so he ends up being able to generate $43.7 million of tax-free income through age 90. And when he passes away, there's an additional $31 million of death benefit that pays out. This one is particularly relevant to surgeons. And I'll tell you why, because as an ex-surgeon myself, not having finished training until I was about 32, 33 years old and not having any money. Whereas like my colleagues who were doing, you know, various consulting or whatever, making six figures uh, out of college, there is often an element with physicians of playing catch up. Some of it's also because a lot of surgeons or, or physicians in general are notoriously not great with investments. And all of a sudden you're 42 years old and you're like, gosh, I don't have that much time and my investments aren't doing great. Well, this basically requires a 10-year commitment, really 100 grand a year. And this in many ways is uh, what I kind of look at as a get out of jail free for the sins of the past. (laughs) This is a really good way to look at it as well. And I would say too, Buck, I, I remember we were talking about uh, what, what you wanted to have as the name, calling it the Wealth Accelerator. And this really, I think, is what you were focused on of, of this kind of getting an opportunity to catch up, accelerating the dollars that they can put away now that they're ready to do it to, to create something really special, especially having waited so long to get started. It's kind of like a defined benefit plan on steroids, right? So a lot of physicians, they get into the defined benefit plans where you can put higher contribution limits in. But we're going to show kind of an example where, where it's like a 401k alternative example. And it just produces so much more cash, so much more money um, that it's kind of ridiculous. So we'll get into that here in just a second. One more case study before we jump into how we're actually making this happen. I want to really quickly talk a little bit about a college planning example. Rod and I, as we talk to people, We have a lot of people bring up this question, how do we best pay for it? And this ends up being a really cool hybrid strategy because we're going to both pay for college for kids and produce significant retirement income for ourselves. So quick example, 38-year-old parents, they're putting in 20K a year for five years towards college funding for their two kids. We're expecting about a 14% long-term IRR. And between years 17 and 22, they're going to be able to take just over $60,000 a year out to pay for kids' college. The nice thing here is that the policy still is going to continue to run and produce. So once they've paid for college, there's still tons of money left over to create tax-free income. So we have an additional $6.6 million in tax-free income from 61 to 90. And finally, we still have a $4 million death benefit. So there's a lot of money coming. And the nice benefit here is that you can really use it as a hybrid. You can pay for college and still use it as a way to create significant tax-free income. A quick question for you on this one is, can you assign that income? Effectively, you could be like, okay, kids, this is money's for you. And once you finish college and then there's some additional money. you could do it for them. Yeah. uh, That, that, you know, you can. So there's just other, a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea help kids as they kind of, you know, progress from college to graduate school. And if you got some kids who are going to end up in medical school and residency, like, like I did, it's just, uh, you know, a a great way to supplement during that period of time as well. So just trying to think of all the different possibilities here, which there are many, but uh, it's good to know that that's an option. Yeah. And the answer to your question is that you can assign that you could just turn ownership over to the kids at that point, whenever you're ready. So absolutely. Now that we've been through these four examples, we're going to do one more, but this one's going to be a little bit different. We're going to compare it to a 401k, and then we're going to jump into the nuts and bolts of kind of how we're creating it. We talk a lot about building an engine, and that's really what's happening. We're pumping money into this cash-producing engine, and we'll talk a little bit more about how that works. But Rod, why don't you take us through the 7% comparison? And then jump right into kind of how we're making this thing run. 
What we're doing is we're just kind of piggybacking on the example used earlier, that 45-year-old business owner with the 500,000 in reserves. And we just want to compare it. So if we're saying, hey, put the $500,000 into the Wealth Accelerator and produce these benefits that we highlighted a minute ago, comparing that to taking the same $500,000 and putting it somewhere. Type yeah. Of think account. of it like a 401k or something like that. Yeah. Really yep. simple. When we talk about like after tax, what, what kind of return is realistic? Well, I don't know the, the exact answer to that, but we use 7%. We feel like with what the market's done over a long period of time, last 40, 50 years, that that's a, a reasonable expectation, net of fees, net of taxes, all those things, 7% return. And so we just pitted them side by side. And as you already know, with the Wealth Accelerator, we ended up with $25 million of income from ages 55 to 90, and then an additional $12.5 million of death benefit. And we go in with that 7% uh, return in a traditional investment. We turned that stream of income on at age 55 and, and mirrored the exact same income coming out that we showed in that chart a minute ago. And the problem is they ran out of money by age 65. So they did turn the 500,000 into 1.4 million, but then it was done. It ran out. There's no death benefit in the end. And that's so, not quite the same as 37 and a half million. So these different. numbers are just ridiculous. Like it's just so incredible how, how big of a difference it makes. I just think that that is what makes it so compelling. I mean, this slide says it all. You've got the wealth accelerator for the, somebody who's trying to save for retirement. Same amount goes in. And it's $37.5 million versus $1.4 million. Come on. This isn't even close. I mean, so I just want to emphasize why we thought this was important enough to have on a podcast. I think it's a good segue. So Rod, why don't we jump next into this concept of arbitrage? Because arbitrage in conjunction with the engine that we're producing is really kind of the magic sauce that makes this thing go. For arbitrage, we're defining that as the process of growing an asset using leverage, creating a differential between the average growth rate of the asset and the average interest rate accrued on the loan. And so for those of you listening to this on the podcast, I have two lines here. One is uh, represents the asset and it's growing on a compound curve and its starting point is higher than the loan amount. Uh, but that difference between it and the line that represents our loan balance is just the delta is getting bigger and bigger. We call that the spread. Okay. So the difference between what we're earning in the policy versus what we're accruing in interest on the loan is our spread. And here's the thing is it doesn't take an enormous difference between the two to create everything you've seen. In other words, in our assumptions, we're using about a 2% spread average difference between what we're earning in the policy versus what we're accruing on the loan. And historically speaking, as Christian mentioned earlier, there's never been a 15-year time frame where we would have seen less than a 2% spread average across that. And so using that in our assumptions, we feel like is not only realistic, but very conservative. And so it creates this engine. In other words, we have this ongoing asset that's just continuing to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And yes, we're carrying this loan as well, but the difference is very different. And I want to kind of highlight this here. Okay. So now as we get in talking about the engine, uh, this is especially for those of you who like to see the numbers. If not, then you can tune out for a minute. But, uh, but anyway, the whole idea behind this is to say, what's the power behind making all of this happen? In other words, you've got the numbers in front. Some of you, I know, are going to want to drill down further. So whereas maybe they should have been at the front, but this is kind of going into the weeds and explaining how these numbers are possible. What I want to do is take a snapshot in time using that example we used earlier, the 45-year-old putting the 500000 in. When we look at the total cash value of that in year 15, it was about $10 million. And the loan balance at that point in time was about $8.8 million. The difference between the two, 1.2, we're going to call that the, the net cash value. Think of it as like the net equity in the overall plan. Okay. So then next year, the policies are going to grow, right? They're going to earn some interest. And if we take even just a 7% growth rate inside of there, then that gets earned not off of the net equity of the 1.2 million. It gets earned off of the 10 million, the total asset. So it earns $700,000 in interest in that year. Well, we also are going to accrue interest on the loan, which would be $440,000, assuming a 5% interest rate. And now when we take the difference between those two, so we earn 700, we accrued 440,000 on the loan, that's a net difference of $260,000. Well, if I take that 260 and say, okay, well, my net equity to begin with was 1.2, 
what kind of an interest rate would I have had to earn on the 1.2 in order to see a net gain of 260,000? Well, the answer is 21.6%. And this was using, again, a 2% spread between the growth rate and the accrual on the loan. And so just using this brief snapshot in time, not saying we're always going to earn 7%, that the what we earn may vary from year to year. But the point is to say that even with that 2% spread in this snapshot, our net equity grew by more than 20%. The thing I like about this slide rod is that it emphasizes the fact that we don't have to go and earn a huge return each and every year, right? That's that's where it becomes really difficult to get consistent double digit returns when we have to generate 15 or 20%. In this example, we're generating just a simple 7% growth rate. We could grow it at five and a half and pay three and a half or four, and we'd still be in a great position. The point here is really that it's about the delta between the two more so than it is about anything else in conjunction with just the pure pile of cash that we have from it. Okay, so let's just kind of hit on our key takeaways and we'll close up shop for today. So first off, it's predictable double digit returns. We talked about maximum tax-free income and various examples there. We talked about how it's optimized with a single lump sum. So if you're one of those people who really loved premium finance, but you didn't want to have to make five contributions into Velocity Plus, this could be a really great alternative. In addition to being able to do it with a single lump sum, we can also stack multiple policies so it looks a lot like a traditional retirement plan. So that's the example that we talked about, like the defined benefit plan where he's putting $100,000 in for 10 years. It's a great way to put inactive money to work and there's checkbook access. So that means we can get to it. Finally, probably my favorite piece here is that it's completely self-contained. It's very safe. And that's because of the optimal leverage. There is no need for outside collateral. Those are our key benefits and takeaways. And uh, Buck, I think that closes up for what we've got. Uh, I'll turn it back over to you. That's great, guys. As I said before, I thought this was an impressive enough program that I wanted to present it also in a podcast format. However, I do encourage you to go back and look at these slides and look at the visuals as well. Uh, this is all going to be housed at wealthformulabanking.com. And that's also where you're going to go if you want to touch base with Christian and Rod about it. Now, guys, how does it work? Uh, just as a reminder for people, if they get in touch, you do a one-on-one -on -one consultation with everybody going through their individual situations. Is that right? Once we engage with someone, we'll set up an initial call and understand kind of what they're looking for, how we can help them, what their situation is, answer any high-level questions they might have. And then we'll start putting together some more specific information to them, send that over, and then set up any additional calls that would be helpful for them to, to understand it and get to a place where they can decide whether it would work for them. Fantastic, guys. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, you are seeing the value in this uh, product. I, again, um, I have to tell you, I'm completely blown away by it. And one of the things that I'm actually planning to do is to take a very, very large convertible life insurance set and really start converting this into this program because it's, it's extraordinary. And I will tell you, again, uh, from my perspective, and I think some of you are at this place where you're not too worried that you won't have money to live on or something like that in retirement. In fact, your investments will probably be more than adequate to, you know, to serve you throughout your life. But what's striking to me is this idea of legacy. To me, that's something I think about quite a bit. You know, I've got three daughters. I wanting to make sure that they're they're going to do just fine when I'm gone. And when you think about this whole idea, uh, you know, there was this example that that Rod gave of a 45 year old, just five hundred thousand dollars once into this program, ending up in a sixty four point eight million dollar death benefit if you die at age ninety for your heirs. I mean, that's assuming you don't take any money out in this one. And that to me is just mind blowing, right? And I know a lot of you have, you know, that kind of money and it doesn't have to be all at once either, right? Like you don't have to do $500,000 at once, but if you just start doing this over time from an estate planning and legacy perspective, 
to me, this is just unbelievable, right? This is unbelievable. And the beauty of it is you can continue doing your investing the way you do, but that becomes really for you and for you to live on. And of course, you know, you also obviously have that money that will become legacy as well. But (laughs) what I like about it is that, you know, it's one of these things that sort of gives you a, a backup, right? It gives you another, uh, you're not just a one hit wonder and you've got this in your back pocket so that when you die, you know, you're taking care of your kids and Hey, maybe you don't need to, or want your kids to have, you know, 65 million, a hundred million dollars uh, when you die, but leaving them something probably is, a, is not a bad idea, right? I mean, it's, it's a, to me, it's, it's a great gift to be able to make sure your kids and your heirs are going to do well. So at any rate, I love this product. I think you should check out the slides. If you have not, go back, wealthformulabanking.com. Uh, go speak to Rod and Christian. And if it's of interest, you know, start start doing something. I mean, it could even be, you know, shoot, you just say 50 grand a year. I'm going to put into this and, you know, I'll have it as backup potential income if I need it. If not, this is great. You know, my kids will kids will be very happy I did this. And uh, and that's all I have to say because I I, I mean I'm again I'm completely I'm completely impressed with this uh, this presentation. That's it for me this week on Wealth Formula Podcast. Hope you have a good Memorial Day weekend. And that's it for me. So this is Buck Joffrey signing off. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always, consult your own financial team before making any investment. See you next time. Buck Joffrey here from Sapio with Buck Joffrey. Aging might become reversible over the next 10 to 20 years. It's already being done in lab animals, so it's just a matter of time. Our challenge? To be healthy enough for when that time comes. As a former scientist and surgeon myself, my goal is to figure out how to do that and to share it with you. I wrote a book called Living Longer for Busy People that you can download for free at sapiopodcast.com. You'll be amazed at just how a few daily adjustments can add years of a healthy life for you. Again, download it for free, sapiopodcast.com.